Hello there, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here with Slenderella in Austin, Texas. I personally am in Atlanta, Georgia this week doing some stand-up. We talk about that sometimes on the podcast, but that's besides the point. (laughs) I'm here with your awesome co-hosts, Baldo Garza at Tex-Mex Yogi and Nurse Doza. They had a really cool guest today. This one was actually recorded via Zoom. Uh, It was a video call, so if the audio sounds a little bit different, that's why, but I listened to it and it sounds pretty good to me. So this is a conversation you definitely want to listen into. But before I introduce our guest, the How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Okay, so today's guest is Tom Palladino, and Tom is based in Florida. He is the founder of Scalar Light, and I actually connected with him on LinkedIn, uh, and I thought that he would be an interesting guest on the show, and he definitely was. He's got some really, I think people would call it fringe (laughs) ideas when it comes to light wavelength and disease, but... He's doing some groundbreaking research and proving his his theories. Uh, speaking with his uh, coworker slash assistant when I first was connected with this whole team, my mind was blown when she told me about what these guys are doing. So um, I'm going to leave it to them to explain it because I'm not going to do it justice. But just know that he is using light in some ways for health that I don't think many of us would think possible. So here is Tom Palladino with Scalar Light on the How Do You Health podcast. All right, so Tom Palladino, right? Yes, indeed. Tom Palladino with Scalar Light Energy. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah, I was, I was looking through, your, uh, through, through the website, uh, well, the last time and then earlier today too, and, and it's crazy because lately we've been talking to a lot of like energy healers 
and, and but I'm curious the way that that scalar light energy works and and, uh, and to hear all about that. Yeah. So so can you tell us what it is for the folks listening? Well, it's simple. Scalar energy is sunlight. It's starlight. It's the initial energy of the sun and the stars. And I say this to many people. I said, everybody's an expert at scalar energy. Everybody's seen the sun and the stars. We experience sunlight and starlight all the time. So what's the distinction? Well, scalar energy is the initial energy of the star. And then from that energy, therefrom comes a derivative, which is electromagnetic energy. So scalar energy is chi or prana. Some people call it life force energy. It's the initial energy of the sun. It's that simple. So it's like organic energy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, and it's very, in its pure immaculate state. Correct. Correct. So how did you, how did you uh, tap into this? How did you figure this out in the first place? I, mean, I read a little bit about it, but I want to hear it firsthand. Yeah, in many ways, I'm following in the footsteps of Nikola Tesla. Tesla, the great inventor, discoverer, um, he was the first man, to my understanding, to have developed and harnessed scalar energy. And that's what sets Tesla apart, especially in the latter uh, part of his life. He was working almost exclusively with scalar energy. He was no longer working with electricity. And I saw the merit of that, so I've developed a and, and perfected a technique to use scalar energy, scalar light. And in many ways, I'm following in the footsteps of Tesla. Here's the crucial part. There's two energies in the universe. A lot of scientists and a lot of people simply consider electromagnetic energy as the only energy that's wrong. And that's their downfall. There's two energies. The other energy is scalar energy, what many people refer to as chi, ohm, prana, zero point energy. It's different. It's not electricity. So I'm working with that other energy spectrum, if you will. Okay. All right. So a lot of people talk about chi in the form of Chinese medicine, right? We talk about acupuncture, uh, meridians, things like that as well. Chakras. Chakras. This is our body's electrical currency almost. And yes. if you were to put it into terms that, you know, you have to put into science terms, right? This is energy, right? Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay. Exactly. So, and so a lot of times in Chinese meridians, they get blocked. So there's yes. a blockage of the chi that's flowing through the body. So in theory too, does this remove the blockage? In many cases, I believe it does. Okay. I believe that the very essence of a chakra is a scalar energy point of, of, of accumulation of scalar energy. If you look at a chakra, it spins. Well, if you look at a scalar wave, it's a double helix and it likewise it spins. And so I believe our seven chakras are composed of scalar energy. They're not composed of electricity. And I've had great success with my scalar energy instrument to unlock or rebalance those seven chakras. So in a nutshell, all chakras are composed of scalar energy and the immediate interface with those chakras is by way of scalar energy, a scalar energy instrument, not by electromagnetic means. Gotcha. That, that's interesting. So like whenever I'm doing like a meditation, right, I feel like I'm honing into a, a, a sort of energy that's, it's, I mean, it's obviously not electricity, right, but it feels like there's like a force there, right? And so would you, would you say that that's what scalar energy would be? Yes, yes, precisely, precisely. You know, I'll give you an analogy. If you look at a, an electrical current, it can perform work, okay? Uh, now that we've mastered electricity, it performs a work function. Well, likewise, with scalar energy, scalar light, it can perform many work functions. It's just a matter of now of taming 
of harnessing that energy. And with the instruments that I've developed, I can tame, I can harness that energy. And I've had great success in balancing those seven chakras in people. Now, keep in mind, all of my work is done remotely. Scalar energy is non-local. It, it can be uh, sent anywhere in the world. Um, and in so doing, I have great success working with people around the world remotely with my scalar energy instrument. I can rebalance those seven chakras in people located anywhere in the world. So that speaks to the point that scalar energy is a direct interface with the seven chakras. And it also speaks to the point that scalar energy is non-local. It can be used at a distance without any attenuation of a signal. Gotcha. Okay, so... So rechanneling energy, basically to redistribute in order to function better. That's all you're doing, right? You say you're just redistributing energy. Yes. Exactly. Precisely. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it makes sense. So, yes. so I'm fascinated because I'm in the medical world, right? And uh, I've tried to go more into the natural world because I am a big believer in that the body has self-healing properties, right? Yes. And what you're almost doing is just saying, hey – if you remove the blockage, reset the energy, the body knows what to do from here. Yes, precisely, precisely. So many times when I'm working with my instrument, in no way do I try to instruct scalar energy, scalar light to perform a function. It does that on its own. So many times when I'm balancing the seven chakras, I literally turn on my instrument for one hour and I walk away. Why? Because the instrument has that inbuilt intelligence. The instrument, the energy has that inbuilt instruction, that intelligence. And with that informational input, we've seen some people we can reverse depression, some people we can lift uh, an addiction or reverse an addiction, remove a phobia. All of this is by way of this self-intelligence, if you will. I believe scalar energy has embodied in it the, the mind of God, the instructions of the universe. So that's yeah. what we're working with. It's not just light. It's, it's really a, a body of energy that carries information. It carries the information of the universe. It's quite profound. It's, it's innate, right? Yes. That's what it is, right? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, love, I love that approach because in chiropractic, I'm, also, I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm also a chiropractor. Good. So in chiropractic world, it's, it's interesting because you talk to 10 different chiropractors, you'll get 10 different ways they look at the body, right? The way I look at it is saying, we're not really treating anything specific, right? We're just saying, hey, we're removing interference and letting the body take care of itself because we have the amazing ability to heal on our own given what we've already, you know, we're developed with, right? Yeah. 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 Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. And I, I like that term. It's innate within scalar light. That's that inbuilt intelligence. So what is scalar energy? It's the carrier wave for all information in, in the universe. I say it's the mind of God. Some might say it's the Akashic Record or the Holy Spirit. Call it what you will. It's an infinite source of intelligence. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. This is me being a geek. Do you find or do you think that there is, a, there is any, I don't know, power there from scalar energy to harness, like, I don't know, like, like uh, time travel? Precisely. And that's what I'm doing all the time. When I work with people around the world, I work with people remotely by way of their photograph. Now, I live in Florida. My laboratory is in Florida. I can access anybody in the world instantaneously. That's time travel. I do that every day. 
So scalar energy, that dimension is, is the time continuum in which everything is non-local. In, in other words, we transcend time and space. And if this energy is non-local, it's not bound to one locality. So therefore, it is a universal energy that can be had, that can be experienced with anybody in the universe simultaneously. It, is, it transcends time and space. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, really cool. So it's funny because when you put it in those terms, from a medical standpoint, it feels very juvenile to approach the body with saying, oh, you have depression. Let me give you this one little pill, and I hope that one symptom is going to be fixed, uh, even though we know the underlying cause is the main issue, right? Because we're bigger than we're bigger than what we perceive. We're just made of energy. We're just all balls of energy, right? Yes, indeed. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I find with Scalar, and that's what Tessa and the other great scientists discovered. It's much more than just fire and heat, so to speak. You know, a lot of people look at energy, they say, well, it produces a lot of heat or energy. It's much more than that. It's the intelligence that it carries. So with this energy, I believe scalar light can be used as the doorway to better mental health. I believe this is going to be the tool of the future in which we can reprogram brain waves and we can reprogram the seven chakras. Many times people will come to me and after a chakra balancing, they'll tell me that they're sleeping better uh, that, or that they're having much more vivid dreams. Well, I have no direct control over their sleep pattern, nor can I influence their dream pattern. How did that happen? Under the influence of scalar light. So we can see that scalar light works on the conscious and the subconscious mind. So it really must be that doorway, if you will, to the mind. That's amazing. I, you know, Atlas, the Atlas bone is C1 and Atlas holds the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And so in chiropractic terms, C1 could be one of the most important bones in the body because it's right where your brain and your nervous system is starting. So it holds everything that your body does. So I look at the nervous system as our highway of information. Yeah. So if your nerves are firing at different frequencies, and we know this too from a mental wellness standpoint, if your brain's frequency is off, yes. you yourself are not going to function like you should. Correct, correct. I'll even extend that. I believe the chakra bouncing by way of scalar energy reprograms the brain. You know, some people might have, so to speak, a paralysis or a blockage of emotions. Well, to extend that even further, I believe a physical ailment, actually a, a physical paralysis really is a scalar energy short circuit in the body. Now, why is it that some people have lost the use of their limbs? Because they no longer have that scalar light connection. So I believe scalar light in the future in, in a heavy uh, dosage, so to speak, should be able to reverse not only depression, but should be able to reverse and correct paralysis. Only because you're removing the dysfunction and the blockage of energy in the body and right. allowing it to flow freely. And then thus your body should know how to heal itself. Exactly. I, I use this analogy frequently. If a car battery won't start, what do you need to do? You need to jumpstart it. Okay. And that's all you need to do with some dead batteries. Well, a lot of people, pardon the expression, they might have a, a, a dead brain or a dead chakras. How do you reprogram that dead brain, that dead chakra? You just jumpstart it like you jumpstart a car battery. And you have to have the right tool. The correct tool to jumpstart the brain, the mind, the seven chakras is a scalar instrument. 
Okay, so let's 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 walk us through this. So, what is the instrument? What does it look like? Uh, it, it's it's rather uh, uh, large. It fits on a table, probably the dimension of uh, eight feet long. Um, it's it's quite complicated. Uh, much of my work is is um, copied from that of Tesla or another a researcher by the name of Hieronymus. Both men are deceased. I am working with a, um, a, a great engineer who helps with this process. Um, I actually have some of the uh, photographs of the instrument on my website. Um, yeah. If you look at it, 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 it really is, it, it shows you a, um, an instrument that works with the space-time continuum. What's interesting about these instruments, there's no moving parts because the energy source is already there. So I'm not creating energy. I'm just extracting energy from the sun and the stars, okay? If you look at most engines, I don't care if it's a, an engine turbine on a plane or, or a car or carburetor, et cetera, there's some type of motion. Well, with scalar energy, there is no motion. I'm not creating the energy, okay? There's an infinite supply of this energy. I'm simply tapping into the, that infinite supply of energy with these instruments. Right. So it's like in, in the terms of like physics, you think kinetic energy versus uh, what's the concentric, I think, right? Where it's like yeah, yeah. harnessed, right? Correct. And, and so that's what yep. you're doing. You're just pulling this energy yep. and you're going to redistribute it somewhere else, right? It's yep. like a bank, yep. right? Yeah. So, so, the, so the potential energy of scalar is infinite. Why? Because there's an infinite number of stars. And that really leads into the next consideration that if there's an infinite number of stars and we can access that energy, then we have an infinite supply of energy. And that's where we're going. You know, scalar light will, will change the landscape of the world and we will solve the energy crisis with scalar energy. That's all, so it's almost like wow. you're mining light. Yes, precisely. <laughs> I, I, I tell people, you know, to drill for oil is passe. To, to scour the earth for coal, it's unnecessary. This is what Tessa envisioned, and he was about to introduce this to mankind, but nefarious forces stood in his way. Yeah, that's, that's so, awesome. So, um, uh, Hieronymus, how'd you say? Hi Hieronymus, Galen Hieronymus, an American inventor, brilliant man. Okay, so, so there's another one, I, and this, this is who I thought you were talking about, that, whose last name was like Bosch. Uh, there's a Hieronymus Bosch, but he's not associated with, with skin yeah, energy research. Right? He had like some crazy ideas. Yes, yes. That, 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 but that's unrelated, uh, unrelated. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. I was like, I wonder if he's talking about that, which it wouldn't be, but the names are sounded familiar. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Um, wait, so how did, you, how did you come into this? Well, I tell people I studied Tesla in theory, and then I had the good fortune to meet the, with the widow of Galen Hieronymus. And at that time, that was back in 93 and 94. And in many ways, she opened up the laboratory to me. You know, at that time, she was an octogenarian. She knew her time was limited. And she more or less passed the baton to me. And I inherited his, many of his instruments, and I inherited his notes in many ways. And what I found was just fascinating. I, I was just, frankly, I was so surprised that nobody was taking up this research, but I guess they didn't have the foresight to do so. So I inherited many of the results, many of the lab reports, if you will, from Galen Hieronymus. That's wow. awesome. I'm still just wrapping my head around the idea of harnessing this stored energy, right? Because 
all we are are just energy. I look at like trees and there's energy there, right? Like every living thing has energy. And if your energy is off, you'd say you feel someone's energy is off. You're literally like, oh, I know what to do about that. Right. It's like, I I know how to rechannel and redistribute the energy. And, And that's, that's incredible because it's such a profound way to look at the body as a whole that it's, it's weird to think in 2019, we're talking about Nikola Tesla's impression on the world and how it's such a complex but simple idea that it's like, you're not going to be healthy unless you have good energy in your body. Yes, correct. Why? Because energy is fundamental and everything derives therefrom. Okay. And I've, I've discovered with these instruments, we can not only balance the chakras, but we have command, we have mastery over microbes. So we'll, with a scalar light instrument, we can easily break apart, disassemble viruses, bacteria, fungi. So that's a great benefit to mankind to be able to eradicate microbes, microorganisms that cause disease. So you see how there's so many applications now of this energy. There's thousands, perhaps millions of applications. And it's just for the world now to wrap their head around this and accept this new technology i I say that progress will triumph progress over prejudice so in the terms of looking long term with this type of therapy do you where do you see this therapy going as far as mainstream medicine is it alternative medicine i mean is it not even medicine you know like (laughs) it is it is medicine for now it will be alternative medicine and perhaps in the future alternative medicine will be the new mainstream medicine i frankly see scalar energy and other types of alternative medicine simply supplanting what the western model and the western model is is failing let's face it it's 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 on its way out and yeah. if people don't see that, then they're really not seeing the, the broad scope of things. Anyway, I, I believe that scalar light research and scalar light healing is, is one of the new options, one of the new options for healthcare. So I, I, I don't take on the, uh, the Western medical model. It, it, there are some good points that I, I, I'm not faulting. When we have great physicians and nurses, you're a nurse. But, you know, I, I, I'll be blunt with you. Um, with this Rockefeller-dominated healthcare system, I'm so against that. And if, peop- if people will just wake up and realize that there are nefarious people who are dictating our health policy, I think they'll see past that veneer and they'll be able to distinguish between good medicine and bad medicine. So how many people are there right now that you know of uh, practicing with the scalar light energy? And- none to this capacity. Not that I've heard of. None. None. And you know- I... Because like I, no, this, 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 they're gonna try to find a way to make put it into a pill, right? At some point, yeah, <laughs> they, well, they won't be able to put this into. They won't a pill. be able like, to. They, they, they'll try. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like from our standpoint, yeah. we we deal with vitamins, right? And vitamins, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, yes. right? And that's how medicine looks at it. You're a business, yes. as opposed to the science behind it. It says no, this is biochemically what we're made of and how we function right so you talk about energy how we function i say well i look at vitamins and you need those to function too medicine can't patent nature yes and i would be incredibly surprised that one day they were able to patent energy (laughs) because it's just not going it's like patenting the sun right exactly exactly see and that's that's where the that's why i don't challenge the western model because i have a much better model yeah 
and, and I have the infinite supply of sunlight and starlight, and I, I'll go on record, I believe this is the intelligence of God, and nobody's going to monopolize the intelligence of God. So this new technology will simply replace the old, the old guard, the old technology. Yeah. And I think it's a multidisciplinary approach, right? Where it will become the norm for people to invest in their health and say, I choose to do this with my body because I know I'm only doing good with this type of therapy. I know that, that this light therapy and this energy therapy will help bring health to my body. It's not going to harm me. It's not going to provide negative things. I take a medication and what are the side effects, right? nausea vomiting diarrhea sometimes it's the same thing for what you're taking it for yeah yeah and let's speak to the point of scalar light what do we have to offer it's pure clean energy it's light there it's there is no chemical reaction because it's not a chemical it's not a drug what is light it's massless it's pure massless energy and it can only do good for that matter so th there are no adverse side effects with sunlight. Otherwise, if, if people were had adverse reactions to sunlight or starlight, we'd all be dead. There is no adverse reaction to scalar light. It's sunlight, it's starlight, and it pervades the universe. So it must be good. It must be the life force of the universe. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I have always been fascinated with like inertia. And, and gravity and just the way things are just naturally balanced, right? If you think about it, up is down and down is up and it's just that way, right? Because there's a balance of everything. Just like in our bodies, there has to be homeostasis or a balance, right? Yeah. One of the biggest things I tell people to look for is your parasympathetic versus your sympathetic response, right? Which is your nervous system. Right. And for most people, they're just caught in sympathetic mode, which I think is their frequency and their energy of how they're running that day, right? Yep. And so in parasympathetic mode, rest and digest, calming, healing, yep. you know, it's the way to live. And it's incredible because if I want to get into that mode, there's only a few things I really know that can get you in that mode, right? And if you can't just eliminate all the stress we have in our life, but I would say light therapy, like going out in the sun and getting this natural solar energy, doing a chest opener and feeling that heat yes. absorb into your skin barefoot is incredible. It's, it, it provides this harnessing of my chi and it, it makes me start off my day very, very happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And that's, yeah. that's why people who live in warmer climates and, or where there's a great deal of sunlight, they're naturally happier. It's, it's been said, I won't, I won't name cities, but there are some cities that are gloomy and, and dark and dreary in the winter. And it shows. Yeah. It shows in the, uh, the attitude of the people. Yeah. I did some uh, research uh, at one point on, uh, on uh, stargazing, yeah. right, where you practice grounding yeah. while looking at the sun at certain times of the day, in the morning and the yeah. evening, to harness energy. I mean, and... I mean, there's parts of some of the reading that I did that people would even like levitate and, and like harness the energy like that. Now, there wasn't any deeper, deeper uh, research other than like, there was a lot of people saying, this is how I do it. And this is how I do it. But there wasn't like notes and notes of like, this is why it works because there was the science wasn't there because it's just energy, right? Like it's just light energy. Hey Vitamizers, just wanted to pop in and say this month's Slenderella special is a Labor Day detox special.
special. You can check it out on our website at www.slenderellausa.com. You will get a bottle of Slenderella Zen, which helps support the adrenals, as well as a bottle of Liver Love, which is our most targeted liver detox capsule available. Uh, the combination price of these two is $94. You're saving about 20% right there uh, versus what you would be getting if you bought them separately. So look out for that package on our website all month long this September 2019. Have you uh, heard of any of that of like the stargazing? Is that anything in You know, I'll I'll cut to the chase. There are some holy sites around the world in which you can actually stare at the sun. And what makes that possible is you're staring at a scalar sun devoid of any electromagnetic energy. So if if you're really in that zone, so to speak, or within that that heightened uh, state of mental awareness or in that state of, of heightened spirituality, you can stare at the sun. And if that sun is exclusively scalar energy, it will not harm your eyes. It's only when the sun is giving off electromagnetic energy that it's harmful to you. So that once again supports my theory that scalar light, scalar energy cannot do any harm. If the sun is exclusively scalar light, scalar energy, you could stare at it and it will not harm your eye. Wow. And see, I've heard someone tell us that a couple years ago and I was like, Really? Like there has to be a little bit more. I just can't go outside right now. And while I'm driving, I'm going to just start staring at it. There's no way. It's an electromagnetic sun. But there are some some cases when the sun is exclusively a scalar light source. There's no electromagnetic energy to it. And you could stare at a scalar energy sun indefinitely. Okay. So a follow-up on what Baldo was asking too. When it comes to harnessing the energy, let's say human potential is the unknown because we haven't unlocked our potential, right? Our full potential, I should say, right? When it comes to the capabilities and the abilities that we have harnessing within our bodies. So things like levitation, which used yes. to seem like magic. It's, is it a reality? It, it is. Um, I'm going to refer to a, a great scientist, Viktor Grebenikov. He was a Russian entomologist and he developed scalar light instruments, uh, platforms that would levitate. And the way he did that, he could control scalar energy. And there's actually photographs of him levitating. Now, what does that call to mind? Well, scalar energy, scalar light is the actual fundament responsible for gravity. So what is gravity? It's, it's a product, it's, it's the effect of scalar energy. So Grebenikov was able to control gravity and hence we could levitate on these platforms. And that goes to, to serve, um, notice that yes, the day is coming that we will develop scalar energy platforms, anti-gravity platforms by manipulating scalar energy. That's awesome. (laughs) So what do you think is possible that we don't even know if we're capable of doing? So for example, if we're able to levitate, what's the next step? What are we going to be doing in a hundred years? Yeah, I'm going to say that scalar energy, scalar light will be the tool of learning. Um, You're very familiar, a a computer or a flash drive for that matter can receive a download of information. Well, I'm saying that the human mind is far exceeds any computer or any flash drive, so to speak. So I believe that scalar energy will be the download that will allow us to learn. Um, There there have been cases um, in which some people have suffered head trauma. 
and after that head trauma, they had unique gifts such as they could play the plant piano fluently, or they could master a language in a short period of time, or they were capable of great uh, mathematical computation. And all by virtue of the fact that some type of head trauma served to open up a portal to scalar energy. So if that's possible, and I'm not obviously advocating head trauma, but if that's possible by, by way of a head trauma that you now can assimilate the Akashic record or the mind of God, then in a, a controlled fashion, we should be able to download scalar energy into the mind, into the brain, and to enhance our cognitive ability, exceptionally. Yeah. Exceptionally. Right. Yeah. So learning languages in like the matter of two days, yeah. uh, being able to read a whole, you know, 400 page book in like 30 minutes and understand yes. and recite it. I mean, we're capable of doing that. Yes, right? we are. I, I tell everybody, everybody on the face of this planet is a genius innately. Now, some people enjoy that gift of scalar energy more than others. If you remember the movie uh, Rain Man, Rain Man, yeah. It was, it was semi-biographical, but there was a true rain man. His name was Lawrence Peake. And during his lifetime, apparently he read 12,000 books and he memorized them. And he, he was also capable of reading two pages simultaneously. His left eye would read the left-hand side of a page. His right eye would read the right-hand side of a page simultaneously. Now, that's, you know, preternatural. That's, that's supernatural uh, ability. How did he do that? He probably had some type of scalar energy interface that allowed him to easily accomplish this effortlessly. So that's, that's where we're going with this, this energy, scalar energy. It's the intelligence of the universe. And if we properly can control that and harness that, I'm saying all of us can recognize our super genius ability. Wow. I mean, awesome. I, we always tell people, the unlimited potential that we have is like the only thing staying between you and your goals is the reason you tell yourself you can't do it. We've talked recently about negative thoughts can create cytokines, which produces inflammation in the yes. body. I mean, can you literally take your positive thoughts, harness it with good energy, yes. download the idea that you're saying I'm capable of learning five languages yes. and I'm going to do it because the truth is, there's no one there telling you you can't. It's Correct. just you figured out how to do it, yes. right? Yes, yes. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying that, that that very fundament for all learning is scalar energy. And to one degree or another, we all have scalar energy. Obviously, super geniuses, by virtue of no effort on their own, have this ability to assimilate the scalar energy and to produce a, a great knowledge or great understanding of one particular science or discipline. Well, you know, good for them. You know, how, how was it that Mozart was composing at age five? He had the gift of scalar energy. You know, at age five, I, I was just playing with my toys. <laughs> yeah. 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 Golly. I yeah. mean, you look at how the past couple of hundred years we've, I mean, you look at just 10 years ago, right? We didn't have iPhones that had the ability to do what they did now. 20 years ago, our video cameras were, you know, the big things that you'd put on the back of your, of your shoulder or your top of your shoulder and film everything. The advancements that we have in technology are incredible, but the technology that's already within our body, yes, yes. already designed, yes. is the most incredible machine we'll ever encounter. And we don't know everything about it. 
We've, we've well, barely scratched the surface. Exactly. It, it's like it's the direct connection with your subconscious, right? Because you go back to, to, to like even meditation. Sometimes I can't find an answer, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and meditate. And all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, but I had the answer all along. And, yes. it's, like, and it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that calls to mind. Everybody should have an active contemplative lifestyle. You should not be 100% activity and should not be 100% com contemplative. You have to have that balance. And when you do, I think that's when you really see the, the fruit of your life and, and the fruit of your labor. And sadly, in this world today, we're on, we're on such a time schedule and people are so wired into the internet and to their cell phones. I don't think they're really enjoying that contemplative lifestyle. And in many ways, they're becoming robotic to their detriment. You know, you, oh, you, I, cannot, I, you cannot live like that. No, you can't. I, a, point, a perfect example is when you're driving and you get home and you're like, wait a second. I was totally thinking about something else and I still made the left turn and the right turn like I was supposed to. I was in autopilot mode. Right. Your brain knows exactly what to do, even though your thought process checks out, which is incredible because it's like, well, what if your presence was there? to allow you to focus on what you're trying to accomplish, how much more potential and, and, and powerful things you could create. Yes. yes. And we're, we're, we're dumbing it down to the idea that we're trying to look at pictures and videos and certain things that give us some sort of pleasure and some sort of meaning. And it's like, no, the meaning is you sitting down under a tree barefoot feeling the sun touch you and you listen to what your body's telling you, how your heart feels. Is your gut telling you something? Is there something crawling on your leg? Right. You know, it's not like, did I leave the oven on? You know, Oh my gosh, I got to pay this bill. Oh my gosh, I got to go pick up the kids. It's more like, no, where you're at right now is exactly where you need to be. Yes. Yes. Good for you. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, too many of us were, we're not in the present. We're not in the moment. And that's a shame because you only have the now, you only have the present. And to be worried about the future, well, I, I plan for the future, but there's only so much that I can control. So the, how do I have a successful day in research? By working and focusing on the now, on the present. Sure, I have goals and aspirations, but I, I never forsake that for the now, the present. I had a very successful day today. Yeah, and, and we celebrate those wins. Yes. Because it's very hard to look at all the positives when there are some negatives out there, right? I mean, there's so many things out there that can drag us down, but the research, the ambition, you still have people that are in need, right? And they know that you're going to go on to bigger and great things, especially with this light and energy work. And it's more of like, well, what about me? What about me and all the issues I've been dealing with the past six years? Can you help me today? Don't help me six years now. Help me today. Right. Right. Good. Yeah. And that's right. How do we help people now? Well, there, there are a number of things that I've been able to accomplish with scalar energy. I'll just say a few of them off the top of my head. Yes, we can balance the chakras. Many people say that they have a greater sense of equanimity, that they have a greater sense of balance in their life, a greater sense of calm and equanimity. Um, we also have the ability to destroy viruses. Imagine a scalar light instrument can break apart, destroy the herpes virus. Imagine what that means to mankind. We have now the simple, effective, painless way to eradicate viruses such as the herpes virus. Scalar energy can assemble, 
can take the existing elements in the body and assemble those elements into vitamins and antioxidants and amino acids. So we're working with what's in the body, what the body presently is composed of, and just rearranging those atoms and molecules, and we can create micronutrients inside the human body, all by way of light instructions. So this, this is the, just the beginning. This is just, if you will, the, 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 the uh, initial uh, uh, entree, if you will, of scalar energy to the world stage. It's going to change mankind. There's thousands of applications with this energy. And it's just a matter of the world saying, yes, this is valid. And yes, let's move forward with this new technology. Yeah. Well, it's, is it really far-fetched? Because really all you're promoting is I'm just taking solar energy right. and I'm putting it and storing it here for when you're yes. ready for it, take it. It's like, Precisely. I, and you hear about all these therapies now, and I know you're familiar with it. You know, you have infrared saunas, you have cryotherapy. Um, you know, you have water that's infused with hydrogen now. You have EMF. You have EMF detoxifiers and blue blockers and all that. And it's like, out of all of these advances in medicine and technology, we're going back to the root ways to treat the body, right? Heat and cold and water, right? And I mean, to some extent, sleep and flexibility, yes. right? Like all of those yeah. are a necessity, right? But nothing is a greater power for healing other than the human mind. Precisely, I, I, well put, well stated. And that's, that's why I, I think once we look at what scalar energy can do, I will say this, that scalar energy affords us a constant control over nature, whereas electricity and magnetism, electromagnetic energy is only an indirect control. So why is it, my druthers, why is it to work with scalar? It really is the wheel work of the universe. In other words, scalar energy controls atomic and molecular forms, whereas electromagnetic energy is not directly responsible for those atomic and molecular forms. So with scalar, we have mastery over the physical universe, and ultimately, I believe, we'll have mastery over the mind and over our seven chakras and over our emotions with scalar energy. It is the... It is the uh, the energy that's in control of all nature. So scalar energy is the first energy of the sun and the stars. And accordingly, it's the consummate energy of the universe, allowing us consummate control of the universe. Wow. So how does this play into astrology? Well, that's a great point. There, there's great merit to astrology. The stars give off scalar light, scalar energy, and that's intelligence. And that intelligence has a direct interplay in our lives. And I would say that not only is, is astrology a true in a science, it is. And it, it has a great and profound impact upon our lives. Um, the, only, the only thing that I have to question is there are billions, trillions of instructions coming from the suns and, and the stars throughout the universe. So it's really hard to, to ascertain what instructions we're receiving. But I can assure you, there is merit to astrology. We are receiving star instructions. And right now, that's beyond my scope. I really can't interpret all of the instructions that the billions, trillions, infinite number of stars are sending to me. Yeah, but it, it leads to that meaningful statement, it was all written in the stars or yes. the stars aligned. Yeah. That's what this means, right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because we all are star energy. If, if you look at scalar energy, it's a double helix. And if you look at our DNA, it's the same double helix by ratio and proportion. 
So a double helix scalar waveform creates our DNA, our life molecule. What, what's my point? That we are, a DNA is a standing scalar wave. In other words, a standing scalar wave is a standing star wave. The stars, the sun, have created our DNA. We are the stars. We are the stars. Yes, we are. We're a bunch of stars aligned. <laughs> awesome. yeah, and that, that stands to reason. You, you look at all intelligence. Where does it stem from? The sun and the stars. That's where, that's where light stems from. Well, what type of light is it? It's not electricity. It's scalar. So scalar light is the first energy of the universe. It's the first instructions of the universe. All instructions derive from that scalar energy. The DNA, everything else is a scalar energy motif. Everything receives instructions from scalar light. Well, that makes sense because in caveman days, right? Like there was no electricity. Yeah. It was sun and dark. And I always tell him I'm fascinated by the farmer, farmer's almanac. And then the Mayans and then uh, the Greeks and the pyramids and everything, because all of this came from just looking up in the sky yep. and it still holds true to this day. Like you say, like, this is the right time to plant food. It should be seasonal. And if you're in this climbing territory, you need to do this because this is better for that region. But what we've done now is fast forward. We have fluorescent lights everywhere. And then we have year round food that you can get at all points during the, during the year. And so it's like, we're basically in this very fake uh, yes. environment that yes. we're feeding off of this energy from a fake environment. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's, you can't live off of fake energy. Like you just yes. can't. Yeah, you're right. It, it goes against our, our nature. Sure it does. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, I agree with that. I, I, I love hearing about this. This is great. I, I've learned a lot today. Oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is this is one of the coolest conversations that we've got to have in a while because it is a newer concept, but it makes sense. Right. And I and I applaud you, Tom, because this is something that does take a lot of education, I understand. And you probably sound like a broken record, but the thing is it's it's great because you open the eyes to one person, it resonates and it starts a chain reaction, a kinetic chain of energy that basically says, all I'm trying to do is just stir the pot again in a way to say, let's redistribute what we've already thought because maybe the way we thought is not correct. Maybe we need to go back to an old way of thinking. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so that's, that's what it's gonna take, gentlemen. I applaud both of you. It's a grassroots effort, but someday it will be mainstream, sooner, sooner than we can imagine. Wonderful, well, yes. I hope so too. So, so Tom, how can people find you? Uh, the website is scalarlight.com. If you want to uh, call me, our, our phone number, area code 805-364-3051. Wonderful. Okay. And then uh, social media, any handles there? Yeah. Yeah. Just look under Scalar Light, Tom Palladino. There on it is. On Facebook. Scalar Light. Thank you well, so much, Tom. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. Anything we can do, please let us know. Um, we'll, we'll be glad to help the, and spread the message. Yeah, the party of parts. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I'd like to come back maybe next year and, and chat again and give you a follow-up. Let's let's try and oh, do uh, that again. We would love that. We would, we'll definitely do that. So thank you so much for joining us, man. Thanks, gentlemen. <laughs> Happy Labor Day. Thank you. Happy yes. Labor Day, too. I hope you enjoyed that. Yes, I did. Well awesome. done. Well, thank you. Um, I saw some lightning bolts back there, so I'm sure the yes. weather's in your way right now, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're hopefully we the hurricane will not hit us. It's hit, tracking north, but you never know. Right. Well, how often do you come to Austin? Uh, I don't, but if 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 there's a lively crowd out there, I'll come to Austin. Okay. If, if I could ever speak in front of a a live audience that would uh, be amenable to this this message, sure, I'd go. So we have a retreat next year here in Austin, just outside the city. It's going to be a mastermind style. And then we have a festival after that. Very creative, disrupted people, you know, basically trying to challenge everything. But yet it's all uh, all the same type of people mentality. Um, we'll send you some info. We'll send you some info. Please. I'd love for you to come out and, uh, and, and just share this with everyone. But yes, we'd love to have you be a part of it. Let's do that. I, I really appreciate that. Awesome. Awesome, man. Tom. Well, thank you for your time, Tom. We'll let you know when this comes up and uh, be safe out there, man. Thank you so much. Good night. Right. Thanks, guys.